0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. It will be one of our last episodes. We will be changing over names to OG Therapy Parents to uh, be all under one uh, umbrella because our other podcast is OG Therapy. My host here is a, t- a member of the OG Therapy team and his name is Jason Hewlett. If you haven't listened to our episodes with Jason on them, you should listen to him because he's entertaining. I is not entertaining, but that's what we brought him in for. I'm, I'm the, for the first time in my life, I'm you the brains. I'm the first time in <laughs> my life, I'm the brains, and he's the entertainment and the brains. So he's got a little bit of both. So. Yeah, up, you know,
1: whatever. You're funny, man. I'm sitting here laughing while you're talking. I'm probably like, I hope if they're listening, they don't hear me laughing where I shouldn't be. Because it's a lot of my laughter is actually familiarity in the pain Ooh, of yeah, what you're right. talking about. <laughs> I've noticed so, that you were anyway. smiling
0: when I'm talking and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds familiar. June of 2021 <laughs> after the pandemic <laughs> went through that one. Yeah. Well, that's why I have you on here because you are a real parent. And even though these questions aren't <clears throat> questions that may all that you could you couldn't relate to every single one of these jason because we've had some different types of questions but as a parent multiple teenagers you're going to have some similarities some familiarity like you said about it so speaking of which let's get into today's question
1: yeah there's plenty of crossover here i mean there's stuff that i want to ask you but also parents that have written in and asked us if i could ask you these questions so it's great to have you address them the question this week I guess this could probably also cross over to my world. It says, my children are driving now. Hey, I'm in that boat. We do have two kids driving and one on the way. Um, Should I make them buy their own car? That's the first question. And then the other question is, or do we help them get into a used car and help finance this with them? Or should they just use the family car? And then you know other things like how do we manage stuff like miles gas maintenance insurance all of those questions are wrapped up into this should i make make them buy their own car or help them get a used one what do you think um
0: what i think is it's a great question <clears throat> and i answer this one in three
1: different ways well not three different
0: ways but i give three different options when kids turn 16 um it's kind of like a you know certain cultures would have this rite of passage like a quinceanera you know like like certain you know certain cultures would have like when you hit a certain age There's this like rite of passage, right? Well, for all teenagers, regardless of what culture you come from, a big rite of passage is a driver's license. Yeah. Huge right. I mean, that that symbolizes freedom probably more than anything else up until that point, right? You literally say, you have the right to drive around an 8,000-pound piece of metal, and we believe that you will not harm many people with it. (laughs) Many. (laughs) (laughs) So the three options I like to give is because with every kid, they're going to be different. You're going to have one kid who's like, I want a Ferrari. And you're like, okay, well, that's uh, that's interesting, right? So you may have another kid's like, oh, you know, well, um, you know, c- can you guys help me buy a car? And then you may have another kid's be like, I don't know, like, well, okay. Like, they're not really passionate about getting a driver's license. Maybe they don't get it at their 16th birthday. Maybe it's closer to 17." And they're kind of like just lollygagging around not really having like any sort of real desire drive for that so when i say give them three options it's an ideal option it's a good option and it's a manageable or just like bare minimum like good enough option right so mild medium and hot right so the hot one would be like hey listen mom and dad i really want this nice car maybe they have maybe it's not like a brand new brand new car but it's a car that's like you know they they you know like a special muffler on it or rims and tires and they saw it on ksl and like this is a car you're like ooh, man 15 20 grand for your first car okay okay well you never want to from my perspective you never want to dismiss that and say there's no way we're not helping you do that you want your kids to see everything has a possibility but are you willing to work for it nice right? You can drive our, our beat up old, like leftover car. You can, uh, you know, earn your own money to get a a car that is yours. Right. So you can say you got your own car and maybe we like, maybe we match some of your money with that. If you raise a thousand dollars or put a thousand dollars together down, right. Then maybe we get a $5,000 car. Now you have a $3,000 payment, right. But you have a job, right. The ideal one, that one is going to be the one that's like, hey, you got big dreams, big eyes, right? Well, we're going to help you come up with a plan to follow through to get that car. If they go, oh, we just want I just want you to get it for me. Okay, well, I don't blame you for wanting that because you're the parent that created this amazing, loving, comfortable, safe life for them. So you can't blame them. Basically, I'm saying don't get pissed off and upset or at least don't show it if they ask for something ridiculous absurd. Pretend like everything's on the right. table. Like, oh, really? You want a, a brand new uh, um, Toyota Tacoma lifted, but the one you saw in KSL, wow, it's only 55000 What a deal. Right? Yeah, because when it first started off, they only drove, it's only got 10,000 miles. So okay, all right, in order to get this car, here's how much with no with basic money down, here's how much you're going to pay. Break it all down for them. Do not act like that's too much money, this and that. They've been hearing from you as a parent. Nope, we can't afford it. Nope. What does that even mean when you're a teenager? No, we can't afford it or no, that's too much money. Well, if you have a lot of money, they're going to be looking at you. Technically, it's not too much money for you. So it's best to say, okay, we'll we'll give you three different options. Get your dream car, a little medium car that's like, yeah, you'd like it. That'd be really nice. And then a car just like to get you to school. And then we'll break down each one, how much each one is going to cost, how much each one is going to be. And then we'll determine based upon your motivation, what you want to do. And that'll help us determine how much we want to support you because we're not going to, we're not going to do more for you than you're willing to do for yourself. I say that because there's a lot of options in there, parents. You may be a parent who's not in the best financial situation. Some parents like that don't like to admit that they can't afford anything for their kids. So then they just go, well, you're just going to get the leftover card no matter what. Hey, just because you can't afford it for them, you don't know if your kid, if they really inside their mind, kids are thinking lots of things, maybe inside their mind, like this car would make my high school experience. This car would just really represent me. So go, okay, well, I can't afford to buy that for you. However, let's talk about what it'd take, what you'd have to do. Kids surprise us sometimes, Jason, like they will literally like, oh, this is a lazy kid over here. But they're a grease monkey and love to wrench on cars, and they'll be willing. They will work their butt off for a car. They won't work their butt off for chemistry. They will work, they won't work <laughs> their they will work their butt off for their you know English lit class. But for some reason, that's their that's their thing, right? Like that's the thing they go for. So you got to see what type of kid you have. But by giving them three options and breaking down each option, giving them the numbers on it, help them go through it. In that process, if they start getting irritated and they don't want to do any of that, say okay, that's fine. But if you come to me and ask me to give you a car, I have these three options written down. There's no giving you anything. Now, even if you have an extra car in your household and that car is something that they can drive, you're not giving them the car. They still have to have certain requirements that they're going to have to do throughout the week to use the car on the weekend or to use the car for the next week. So you base their performance from Friday to Friday and in that Friday if you have basic things, go to school on time, of course it's summertime, wake up by this time, do this by do, you know, you give them three basic things. If they can't do those three basic things that week, well then the next week they don't get to drive the car. Pretty simple. I really like that being more so that way they're never given everything, but they're also given the opportunity to work for something. Cause you never want to tell your kid they can't earn something because just because we've been beaten down and only have a certain amount of money that we can earn in our job and our career, we want our kids to be better than us. We don't want a lot of old school parents. Like I was a coal miner. My dad is a coal miner. His dad's a coal miner. You're just going to be a coal miner. So just get all that learning stuff out of your head, boy, you ain't going to be going no education on my route. Like, I've heard some I've heard some hillbilly like back like dads like sh- the kids like, "Well, I want to be an actor, I want to do this, I want to do that. Hey, if they're willing to put in the work, you want them to see that you, they can work for anything. but if you shut it down before them, it causes a lot of rift in the relationship, doesn't allow them to see that they can earn things, and then it just becomes this situation where they're like, all right, well, my parents aren't there to support me, not there to help me. Oh, you're there to support them. You just can't be there to sponsor everything can't pay for everything. Otherwise, why would they not ask you at 25, 26, 20, 30 years old for you to pay for things then?
1: Wow. Yeah, those are some great options. I love the three. And uh, I think this is also opens up a whole new conversation about money management, how to build credit, you know, being a responsible human, having a job, all these other situations. And I think a lot of people, because, you know, in the middle of whether it was the pandemic and the change in the cost of cars and used cars went so, so through the roof. I think a lot of people are like, we can't really afford that. And so giving the kids the power and option to realize that they can do something and that they should, you know, and, and move forward with it. I I think that's a great idea. I love your Friday to Friday concept about using the family car. And we here in our home, we have, you know, the car that they all get to, figure out who uses and who gets it (laughs) (laughs) that's been really tricky you know because now we have two drivers yeah we have two drivers and one on the way like three drivers all essentially fighting over this car and so it's like okay now now what do we do but we do have one child who said i want to get this specific car and i want to finance it i want to figure it out grease monkey and i'm like All right, well, let's figure that out. I did not know, David, that we'd be going down this route. I thought it would just be like, yeah, we'll take the family car and drive that off the cliff. And so instead, they're like, I want to get my own wheels. I want to be my own man. And I'm like, right on. Okay.
0: And Isn't that what you want for your child anyways? Heck yeah. If there's one car and three kids fighting over it, eventually – one of them's going to say this sucks I don't want to share I'm gonna get my own car mom and dad buy me a new car and say this is an opportunity for us to have a talk yeah not mom and dad buying you a new car right yeah yeah then you can really see is this something that they want or is this something we've all had this in life it's like we can complain about a job we don't like and then we keep on showing up at some point though if it really is unbearable and you don't like the situation you're gonna go well i guess i gotta put together my resume i gotta do all these things you didn't want to do because those things are uncomfortable but you realize you're gonna have to put in some work to get to the place you want to be and that's why the car this is a great opportunity for the parents to be able to the finances and to see certain things okay you're, you have some hopes and some dreams okay let's just show you what the hopes and dreams are going to look like if you put in x amount of work and time and effort and raise some money and if, assuming the parents are in a financial situation, then the parents can figure out a deal where they go, all right, we'll 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 match you. Or, you know, here we have this much money set aside for your car, for the down payment license, let's say it's $2,000 set aside, taxes, license, stuff like that. But then you tell them you gotta earn half that amount of that car, or else we won't co-sign for you to get that car, right? Making deals with them teaches your kids to be negotiable, because you want your kids to be better at negotiating than like arguing and debating that's not the skill that's going to help them in the real world. Negotiation is much better.
1: Is it all right? If I share a quick story about what I went through as a kid for
0: sure. Okay. I've never shared this ever
1: anywhere. (laughs) I've never shared this anywhere publicly. I don't know if my parents are going to hear this, but I grew up driving. I grew up driving the family car, which was when I was 16, I got to drive get this David a 1984 toyota land cruiser legit the coolest car in the entire parking lot and i went to a private school so i was driving that cool car i go on a i go on a church mission i come home my little brother is now driving it i can't get it back but my parents gave me a gift when i got home from this mission after two years of service they said we bought you a car and it was it was used, but it was pretty much brand new. It was a Subaru Outback, and I'll be candid with you, David. Because I grew up driving a Toyota Land Cruiser, I thought I was too good for a Subaru Outback. To step that down. Was, yeah, it's that mess, was it's literally messing up your dating game. My thought. That was my thought as a twenty-one-year-old person thinking, man. I, I wish I could keep driving the family car instead of this new one that they literally gave me. They put my name on the title. Yeah. I was so ungrateful for it. And I'm embarrassed to think that that was what I thought and how I was because I did grow up in a in a very affluent situation, my successful parents. Yeah. And so eventually I did uh, get into my own cars and have to finance and learn that the hard way when I was a little older, and and I'll tell you, the advantage my wife had to having to finance and figure out her stuff as a teenager really helped us through so much to be able to figure out credit scores and, and saving money and all of those things. So there are lots of life lessons that go into, you know, just even helping your kids get into this car situation rather than gifting it regardless of all of your good intentions and so yeah. i just i just throw that out there to the parents who are thinking i want to give them a car because they're such a good kid well be careful what you give them <laughs> yeah
0: well and it, it just like everything else you've heard us talk about here it's got to have an expiration date on it it's gonna be like okay whatever your deal is with the car say here's our deal and it's all and it's predicated upon you do this whether it's raising money raising money getting a certain gpa and Here's our agreement. Yeah, there's agreement when you buy the car, but there should be agreement between you and your kids so you can just point to the agreement and say, this is not personal. You agreed that if you didn't get this GPA, if you didn't do X amount of things, whatever, then you were going to give up. You have to give up your driving privileges of the car because this car is something to help you learn how to help yourself, not for something for us just to teach you that we will give you whatever you want and need if you just smile and act cute.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Well said. And, you know, um, this is helpful for our situation, in our home. And I'm sure for the people that are listening, thinking to themselves, what do we do as our kids get this age? And what do we do with the, you know, the other kids that are coming up when the kids are already using the family car, et cetera. Uh, I can say honestly that once I, when I hit, I think about 35, I finally went back to the Subaru Outback and I was so I was so fascinated by the thought that that was now my dream car as a thirty five year old, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the perfect car, man. It's like a snowmobile. And so uh, I think a lot of, all of us as parents have the best of intentions, yeah, to teach our children that the responsibility that, you know, that there are parameters to using the family car, not having and getting it or not receiving just a, a gifted car you know all those things help so this has been cool i appreciate your answering this question
0: well uh, off air um i'll tell you a little story about uh i had a little humbling Subaru outback experience as well i had a super yeah. outback for a little while and much like yourself i felt like it was below me It did not have the same you know swaggering cachet that you know my my other vehicle before that had but it was the best vehicle for the right time of my life and I learned a valuable lesson too. So I got my own Subaru Outback.
1: <laughs> They're great. Dude. Yeah, it's as good are. as any car can be. That's funny. Yeah, Right on. Well, this is a Subaru commercial brought to you by the Outback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know if they want to use this. We weren't really giving them that much props. We learned later to appreciate our super Outback because it was very
1: long. That's right. That's that right. Definitely That's humbling funny. at
0: the moment. Well, you guys, thank you as always for following us here. You can follow Jason at Jason Hewlett at Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at David underscore K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I underscore. And if you want to be an extra, um, you can also follow us on YouTube under Light the Fight. But if you want to be an extra supporter of what we do here on the podcast, just go to www.patreon.com backslash Light the Fight. It's called Patreon, and that's where you can pay a few extra bucks a month to get two years of extra bonus content. You'd see all these episodes uh, through uh, um, video if you'd like to watch things versus just listen to them. And until next time, you guys, thank you for helping us to light the fight.